Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today I have the great honor to welcome back Susan Eva. And Susan has been working with various forms of energy medicine for over 20 years and brings together multiple aspects for a collaborative approach to bring the mind, body, and spirit together, along with personal life experiences of loss, grief, and divorce, Susan brings a real-life perspective to help others navigate these circumstances faster, giving rise to the life experience we truly want in celebration of our magnificence. Susan uses the principles and practices of the energy codes, along with the best treatments, bioenergetic synchronization technique, to facilitate the navigation of change. Welcome, Susan. Thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you, Nada, for having me again. It's a pleasure to be here and to further this conversation. Yes, because more people need to hear this. They need to know how powerful they are. And it just reminds me, as I was reading your bio, this whole piece of of, um, being in this life experience and and wanting to celebrate our own magnificence. And could we start off with that, just speaking about our own magnificence? What is that? Our own magnificence is the truth of who we are. That's our essential self. That's inside of us. And we have, uh, I'm going to say, lost the ability to see or perceive that because of life circumstances, because of beliefs, because of things that have happened that have shut us down. And we have developed this uh, ego, this protective performing personality. That's, you know, and that's how we walk out into this world. Um, but, but that is done from the mind. It's not done from the core of who we are. So we've operated our life in our head, not from inside of our body. So it's crucial to get back in our body and feel the feeling. We are sensory beings. And when we've had feelings that have hurt us, we, we bury them and we shut them down because we don't like how they feel. And we go up into our head and we manage. And some of us have become very successful at managing our life from our head. But we don't find the joy and the bliss. You know, there's something missing. And in truth, there's nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing is wrong. Everything is there. And, you know, when I first, when I was first presented with the concept that I'm a magnificent being inside, the truth of who I am is magnificent, I went, well, that's really cool. I like that idea. But I'm not sure of that because I, I guess I just hadn't seen it. And when we invite the possibility to come in what if that's actually true and what if all of these perceptions of i'm not good enough you know if somebody says says something to me and it shuts me down and and i start to believe it i'm judging i'm judging it i'm judging myself as somebody else made a comment about me that was negative and if i choose to believe it it will upset me 
and I will bury it. But just because somebody said it doesn't mean it's true. And over life and our experiences, those things, you know, um, gather up and they keep us from seeing the truth of who we are. And the more we can get out of our head and into our body, um, you know, and what one of the things I teach is techniques to do that and actually feel it and feel those feelings that we didn't want to feel. And we might think that they don't feel so well. But what if we were to bring them forward and give it a try? Maybe when we stuffed it when we were three years old, it's just because we didn't know how to deal with it. What if when we bring it up now, it's not as difficult to to transform it and reframe it, you know, um, in a different way? And and it's not even it's not always the things that happen to us; it's the perceptions we have. Somebody might say something that's very hurtful, and we maybe have misperceived what they were trying to communicate and yet we start building a story about that and we create the, the the interference inside of our own system and that person might be a very loving friend or family member and have no idea what's happened so um i you know it's it's that magnificence has always been there and it always will be and you know the more we can do this transformational work to access it the more joy we feel and we we came here to have a good life to have fun and adventure and we did come here to wake up to the truth of who we are and we do it through this resistance and these issues but um but we we didn't just come here to work through i say this in quotes our problems we came here to experience joy and bliss and adventure so so um that's that's a it's a concept that it's really good to just start bringing into a, into your consciousness is, I am a magnificent being. Yeah, yes. What a beautiful mantra just for everybody just to start holding in their conscious mind and in their heart and in their body. I am a magnificent being. And just saying that, how it kind of makes you sit up a little bit differently because you're telling yourself something different than what we've been telling i'm so stupid how come i can't do this why does it never work out for me you know blah 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 all the stuff that we say to ourselves not even recognizing that we say it so i love that that's going to be my my mantra for the rest of this week this is a tuesday so for until next tuesday i'm going to be saying I'm <laughs> being. i love it i love it and susan i would like to ask you so when you when you're talking about this and, and the feelings that are uncomfortable, because it is true, this is what we, it doesn't feel good to us. And so we try to get away from it by stuffing it down or pretending it never happened or eating it away or drinking it away, whatever it is. And you're suggesting that we sit with the feeling. And then what happens when we do that? When we sit with that uncomfortable feeling, what happens? Well, it's actually quite easy to transmute it because when you allow that feeling to come up and to feel it, um, the invitation is to take it to the body and where do you feel it? You might feel it in your heart. You might feel it in your solar plexus, in your gut, whatever, and just allow that feeling. And it may, it may not feel good just because it's unfamiliar. It doesn't mean it's bad. It could just be unfamiliar. But when we allow ourselves to feel it, we know where where we're feeling it in the body, we can gently squeeze that area of the body and do some breath work through it. Um, and there, you know, there are a number of kind of different ways to breathe, 
but breath is spirit in the body. So if you do some, what I will call central channel breathing, which is breathing in from above your crown into the center core of your being, into your heart, and then exhale through that channel down into the earth, and then breathe it up from the earth through that channel into the heart and out the crown. When you're squeezing that area that you're feeling it and doing that breath work through it, you will find that all of a sudden that feeling just kind of dissolves. And, you know, and, and the other thing that's really important I'd like to add regarding breath work is most of us, because of life circumstances, have learned to breathe from the upper lobes of our lung, uh, of our lungs, instead of, you know, babies breathe in their deep in their belly. That's how we're supposed to be breathing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even just consciously when we're taking some breathing and, and just breathe and make sure you make your belly big, breathe into the lower lobes of your lungs and not just shallowly at the top, because when you're breathing from the upper lobes of your lung, you're activating the sympathetic nervous system, and it's the sympathetic nervous system that puts you in fight or flight. So when we have a traumatic thing or something happens, you know, we kind of go, <gasps> we stop mm-hmm. and we, we breathe shallow. It's kind of the body's way of, of you know, supporting that. So when we're breathing into the lower lobes of our lungs, we are activating the parasympathetic nervous system, which puts us into rest and and digest. So if you're in a stressful moment and you're feeling like you're you're in fight or flight, just doing some central channel breathing or even doing some belly breathing and bringing consciously that oxygen into the lower lobes of your lungs, you know, we've all heard, you know, if something's a problem, just stop and take a breath. And there's so much truth to that. If you do that, you know, and give yourself a few minutes to just let it, I guarantee you, you will notice a difference. And the more you do that, the more you're going to see a change. And the more you practice doing that, every time you think of it during the day, you know, think about doing some breath work, you're going to notice your life change just because you're breathing differently. And oxygen is is, is a great healer in the body. And the more we can oxygenate our system, uh, you know, that makes a huge difference as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, this just popped into my head. I'm, I don't know what it is about you, Susan, but I, I, you explain things very clearly. And every time I've spoken with you, this is only the third time I've actually spoken with you, um, things, things become more clear. And I was, as you were talking about this, I was thinking about a person that I needed to, I didn't need to forgive, but I wanted to forgive because I didn't want that heavy energy with me. Oh gosh, this was probably 20 years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it just now occurred to me because I didn't know this work and, and you could not, you could not have convinced me, sit down and, and breathe into this and it's going to be okay. But somewhere one day I just woke up and it was just like, I just forgave him. I just forgave this person. And it was kind of an un, a thing that would be what I would have considered unforgivable. And I thought, you know what? I was actually doing this breath work, but I was doing it not not the most healthy way because at that time I smoked. So what happens when we're smoking and we're upset? You you take an inhale so deep because it's just oh, and you yes. even though it's not good pure oxygen you're pulling that oxygen down and, and it just occurred to me, my gosh, I wonder if I was doing, I no longer smoke, but I wonder if I was doing healing when I was doing the breath work and not even knowing it because I was taking these super deep breaths because you're just in such a state and you want to get out of that state. It doesn't feel good here. 
So I ended up breathing, but not even knowing that I was breathing. So to the listeners, if you do smoke, put the cigarette to the side, do the breathing, you'll get better effects quicker, (laughs) then finish smoking. Yes. Wow. And and the power of what you just shared is huge because, you know, how how many people who are smokers are feeling stressed or whatever? I used to smoke years ago myself, and I haven't for many, many years, but... How many people under stress that do smoke regularly um, have a situation that brings the stress and they go, oh, I just need a cigarette? Yeah. Maybe the body is speaking to them and saying, well, I'd rather have pure air, but it doesn't matter. Just take a deep breath. And right. if it has to be with a cigarette, you know, and I know that nicotine has addictive qualities, but is it, is it, is it that or is it the body saying, do what you need to do, but you need to take a deep breath right now? Yeah. You yeah. Know? And. Because the body knows, and, you know, when you when the body is reacting, you know, even, for instance, when you're really in stress, you know, sometimes when we're taken to our knees, we can just sit down and fold over on ourselves and feel, it. you know, we may think it feels awful, but the body knows that that's a physical position that's going to help our physiology. It helps us transmute the energy flow. When the body's folded over on itself, which is why yoga is a very helpful thing to add to your practice. Even if you uh, are not that flexible, sit in a chair and do some exercises. Just do some breath work. Um, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be doing all the <laughs> the asanas that the yogis do. Um, because it's about, it's just about conscious breathing. So thank you for sharing that about the cigarette smoking, because that could very well be what your body is telling you. When we start listening to our body, things start becoming clearer. Yes, yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I was so surprised that that forgiveness came out of nowhere. And like I said, this was 20 years ago, that it came out of nowhere. And, and I questioned, like, why and how and did I have a dream what was like it was like boom overnight it was just done and it wasn't until you were talking that it was like oh my gosh I wonder if that's what it is so it's amazing so I'm going to talk to all the people I know who smoke and have them do an experiment (laughs) with with their pain right because it's the first thing we do when when you smoke and you're upset it's like oh go get that cigarette so um interesting so thank you Thank you, Susan, for, oh, for bringing awesome. that up. <laughs> I love it. It's it, awesome. It, awesome. Yeah, totally well, awesome. And, yeah, and what I love about this understanding is knowing how much our body is speaking to us. You yeah. know, the soul speaks to the body, and the body speaks to the mind, and the mind is busy making up stories instead of just going inside and breathing, you know. And those unforgivable things that happen are there to help us wake up to another aspect of our magnificence. So however we get there doesn't matter. Let's just get there. And and I, too, have experienced that, too. You know, you think, I can manage this situation. I can manage the, the fact of, you know, this person who caused me a lot of pain, and you might think it's unforgivable, and I'll move forward and manage it. But when you actually get in and do this work, um, in my in my experience, like I've come to this place of, um, it's called the grand neutrality. And until I landed here, I didn't know it existed. I, you know, and if somebody had told me it existed, I would have smiled and said, "Yes, that's really nice." <laughs> but I wouldn't have, but I wouldn't have believed it because I didn't have the experience of that before. And now that I feel it, it's very authentic. So again, the feeling body is what we want to get in touch with, not the mental body. And it's also important to remember that the, what the mind lands on magnifies. So when we allow the mind to write a story, 
um, it's going to increase, I'm going to say, the pain. It's going to increase, um, you know, the unforgivable thing that happened and whatnot. And if we can take it into the body and go to the feeling and transmute the feeling, you know, just like what you experienced, all of a sudden, something you thought that was unforgivable that you'll always just have to keep at bay so you don't have to feel that anymore, it just goes away. And that's another way you can reach your, you know, have access to your magnificence because that's really what we want to feel. We don't really want to gather all these things in our life and learn to be masters at managing problems. And if we become masters at managing problems and crises, we will build the circuitry to become good at that, but we will also build the need to create crises to manage, you know. What if we mm-hmm. built the circuitry to just you know, live in the flow and just, um, you know, not have to have those experiences happen, uh, not have to have problems to solve all the time, just being. Yes, I love that. And I, I don't, I will not be able to say it how you said it. It was beautiful. Building the circuitry, if, if we're not building the circuitry, um, for the, I'm going to just ad lib, for the healing to, to integrate, to, to become more whole, then we will continue to build the circuitry to manage the problems. That's profound. Right. That's profound. And is, when people can understand that, Mike, that that's a game changer. Knowing that piece, it's a huge game changer because energy flows. You know where your attention goes, and when you have a lot of interference in your system and the energy is not flowing well, it's going to just be harder to flow. And I liken it to you know the light bulb in, in your lamp. You know. There's a, there's a wire that plugs it into the electricity. And if there's a problem somewhere along that line, there's going to be a disconnect. And, um, you know, and, and, and it's the same with the energy flow in our body. If we, want the, if we want that line to be clear so that the energy can flow fast and easy without having to struggle around stuff and whatnot, and, and you, you know, we, we actually, we have to open those channels and build the circuitry. And we do that through breath work. Um, and it's simple. It's it's not costly. All we have to do is practice it and do it. So, um, you know, what a greater gift to humanity if, if, we can, if we can help people understand the power they have within them um, to transmute things, you know, not from the mind but from the feeling body. It changes everything because the information... You know, the, the mind, what goes on in the mind affects the feeling body, and what happens in the feeling body ends up uh, transmuting through the etheric body, which speaks to the energy systems in the body, the chakra system. And that's what tells the body what chemistry to create, you know, for this system. And we want that chemistry created, um, you know, to give us the life that we want, not the life of problems and solutions and, uh, you know, problems that we need to have solutions for. Um, and issues that have to be solved all the time. W- wouldn't it be nice if we had the circuitry to just let it flow with ease and grace yeah. and, you know, feel the joy of life? Yes. Yeah. The vitality, you know, there's a, there's a vibrant, robust energy within us from our magnificence that is waiting to rise. And then we build that circuitry to do so. Uh, it changes. It's a game changer, you know. Yeah. Every, everything gets better. Yes, yes. And I just want to emphasize again for the listeners, because I know there was a time in my life, a very long time in my life, where I never believed that was possible. That life was always going to be a struggle. 
you just may do, you know, it, if you had a couple lucky breaks, that's fabulous. Um, you know, be grateful for what you have and not really want for more. All and, and just kind of stay within your own struggle and not realize that is not at all what life had ever intended for any of us. And absolutely, because I know if it's possible for me, it's possible for, right? Because we're all the same. If it's possible for me, it's possible for everybody else. And I know that you have a story that's that's similar where you get to talk into how life happens for me, not to me. And that's, I know for myself and the clients that I coach, that's the thing. It's like, this is happening to me. And it's always a story. This is happening to me and that's happening to me. And it's not fair. And how do I manage that? And it's not managing. So if you if you could speak into that a little bit about how life happens for me, not to me, and the circumstances, how they provide an opportunity for uh, for us to awaken. And how did that happen to you? Well, I've been on this journey for well over 20 years, you know, for a very long time. I've always looked at life from a positive perspective. But I, I also can see where I was only able to perceive life through the lens that I had available. And um, I'm going to say that the biggest awakening happened when I ended up getting divorced after a long-term marriage. You know, I it wasn't what I had intended. It wasn't how I thought my life would evolve. And so it was a very challenging time for me because it was it was it, it felt like my whole world was ripped out from underneath me mm-hmm. um, but I also knew that my life was about to get better even though I had no idea what it looked like and at the time my children were grown and gone and you know I was free to follow my dreams and at the time I I had to go back and you know remember what were my dreams you know what 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 do I want what do I want to experience in life who do who am I? How do I want to walk this planet? And it was a it was even though it was a challenging time, it was a it was a great time for me to just um, I call that I know I was definitely living in this void where there's nothing happening and yet everything is there because there's infinite possibility. And it was in that time that I didn't know I, I, I knew I didn't need to figure it out because I knew that the universe was going to bring me opportunities. And my job was to pay attention and say, you know, what if this thing that's just crossed my path that I wasn't expecting is an opportunity for me for growth? So I started saying yes to things. And the more I said yes, the more I was in awe of, wow, what if I'd said no? Look what I would have missed. And, you know, and in the, and the bigger thing. So the story of the divorce became less and less of an issue. And... You know, and at the time, I would have said life was happening to me, and it didn't feel very good. But um, now I can look back and see the beauty of how it was happening for me. And all it meant was that there was a phase of my life that was coming to completion. And it was coming to completion because there was something better around the corner. You know, and it doesn't mean that there was something wrong with that old life. It just meant that it was coming to completion. And we tend to look at things like that. Well, you know, even after a long-term marriage, it's like, oh, it must have been awful the whole time. Well, it wasn't, you know. If we can honor it for what it was and say, hmm, there must be something, there's something else that's in that, you know, on a soul level, before I came here, I chose to come for certain things. I don't remember consciously what that was, but the universe is guiding me there. So... I knew that something was going to birth out of that, and and I can look back over these number of years since then, and, 
And wow, I, I can't imagine my life without it unfolding as it did. You know, I'm, I just can't imagine. I'm so grateful. And I can now see how it was for me. It was for me tapping in and finding out uh, who I am, how I want to walk the planet, and finding my own magnificence. And I had spent my whole life focusing on my family and everybody else and not me. Yeah, right, right. Oh, man. So beautiful. So beautiful. Oh, Susan, and I have so many more things that I want to talk to you about, and we are going to completely run out of time. So would you be, <laughs> I'm kind of putting you on the spot, would you be willing to come back another time and, and to share more information and um, just so we can be in this conversation? And Because there's people that are going through so many stressful um, times right now, just with the epidemic, and then, of course, with the, uh, um, and especially in the States, I know you're out of Canada, so I don't know what's, mm-hmm. what's all going on there with the rioting and protesting. And Well, we're having protesting here too, you know, and, mm. you know, although it's a very challenging time for many people, I am excited about it because it's bringing up something that has not been working and it's time for us to dissolve it. It's time for us to find a new way of living around this whole issue. And, you know, and it, 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 it's, it's, it's just like an emotion. We keep stuffing and stuffing and stuffing and it doesn't feel good. It's not serving anybody. And I think it's coming up now for us to consciously move into it and say, what do we need to do to change this? It's not okay for people to be uh, suppressed. It's not okay for people to uh, become angry and violent. And if it's tapping into anger, there's something deeper. Let's root it out and let's heal it. And move forward, you know, and bring love to this planet. The energy of love is the highest vibration. And the more we can be that in ourselves, you know, the more it's going to help shift this planet and humanity for the good. Yes, absolutely. I cannot think of a better note to end this podcast on. That was that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. And yes, I would love to come back. You know, if that works for you, I would love to come back and further the conversation. I think the more awareness we can bring to people to show them how much power they have within them, we all need to be accountable for how we walk this planet. And as we do that for ourselves, it shifts It shifts the world for everyone. Absolutely. But mostly for us, we get to live in, in a, you know, <clears throat> we get to experience our best life ever. Yes. If we if we choose. Yes. And isn't that really what everybody wants to do is to experience their best life ever? Absolutely. Right. Right. And we get to st- we get to steward that. It's not because somebody else's responsibility to make us better. It's comes from within us. So that's what I like to offer to people. I can help you guide. I can help guide you there because I've done it. I've had the experience and my passion is to share what I've learned so that other people can can, you know, and live this best life ever. Yes, yes. Oh, I love it. I am so grateful, Susan, and I want to let the listeners know um, that you were so generous by offering a 30-minute complimentary consultation for anybody interested in finding out more information about this. And all you have to do is go to Susan at SusanEva.com. That's her email, and email Susan, and, and then you guys can connect that way. Um, and that information, of course, will be on the show notes. So I'm so grateful. Um, my heart is just overjoyed. And thank you so very much, Susan. You are a blessing. You are such a blessing to this planet. And thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you, Neda. Yes, such kind words. Thank you. I'm so grateful. Mm. Uh, uh, me too. And to the listeners, I know that you gleaned all kinds of gold nuggets out of this. And um, yeah, go back and listen to pod, the first episode if you missed that. And um, Susan's information will be in the show notes. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Have a beautiful week. Much love to you. And we'll see you back here next week. Bye-bye for now. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.